Hey everybody, it's Pockets. Um, it's been an interesting week. We've had a lot going on and uh, made a few attempts at getting you guys an episode, but uh, for various reasons, things just didn't work out. So I have a special treat for you. I'm actually going to give you all uh, an episode that we recorded, but never released. So we refer to these sometimes. Uh, this is one of our later ones. So I think it's probably the 10th or 11th ninth i don't know somewhere in there one of the episodes that we recorded but uh it's never come out so enjoy uh the audio is a little bit chippier than what you're used to but uh if you don't like it you can always just go fuck yourselves later bitches enjoy welcome to the omf podcast you can find us at omfpodcast.com remember to like subscribe and it was his with the five star what you are about to hear are just words we ask that you keep in mind that words are simply noises that we make with our mouths and always remember your safety is not at risk uh any discomfort you might feel is likely just a result of your mind being challenged just a little bit um and you should also try not being a little bitch I'm LB. The one you just heard is Pocket. Pocket Ranch. And then there's Slash. Yep. Also known as Slasherita. Also known as Slashzilla. Also known as Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. No. Uh, no. First thing we're going to talk about today is Sealand, which is a Providence off the coast of Norway? Uh, No, Britain, man. Britain. Yeah. It's just outside of England. their perimeters, so they're not considered part of England, and they have their own, basically, country, for yeah. fact. And you could buy yourself a, a listing in their country as Lord, Lady, Duke. You could even get, a, I think it's a, a passport through them as well. Oh, knighted? Knighted? Knighthood? You get knighted on the, you can do, okay. So the background on this, I'm going to throw it to Slash because I know he's super well prepared. Hey Slash, tell us about Sealand. You know, Sealand, it is seven miles off the coast of Britain. It is um, their national motto. I'm just kidding. I'm You're reading kidding. Wikipedia, aren't you? I know, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> you ill-prepared bastard. Yep, um, so suck it. <laughs> so this is this was interesting. I heard about this a while back. Sealand is this place. Um, it's an oil platform, like this old oil oil old, derrick, old oil platform, right? Yeah, out off the coast of Britain. Um, and in 1967, some people went there and just set up shop, and they said, "Fuck it, we're a country now." And everybody laughed at them, but then they actually technically are a country because they're far enough in international waters from Britain that they can be one and they're recognized as such by a handful of other sovereign nations, which apparently is a critical part of being a sovereign, I guess, principality in their case. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard uh, this time of year, Sealand's actually pretty nice. It's pretty nice in Sealand. <laughs> uh, also uh, breaking news. I heard they actually have a couple people that are going to be uh, representing them in the Olympics. So um, that's not true at all, but uh <laughs> that can't be true. It's not. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, they do have a sports team. Huh? What? They have official national athletes. There's only like 23 people there. Yeah, well, they could all be just part of the various sports such as curling, mini golf, football, fencing, ultimate, which I'm assuming is ultimate frisbee, table football, and athletics. What? This, 
This seems like a high risk. If you're a professional athlete in Sealand, doesn't it seem like you might fall off of Sealand and into the ocean? <laughs> like there's not much there. It's a slab of concrete elevated off the top of the ocean. Oh, oh, so you're a flat earther too, huh? You're going to fall off into the sea? <laughs> I'm just a flat sealander. <laughs> Supposedly, they also have a football team, but it's not recognized by FIFA. So. This is. This, I really appreciate how genius this is because I, I desperately want my own country. Um, but yeah, somebody just started. They had a civil war. Did y'all see that? No. <laughs> yeah, dude, they they had they had a civil war. So apparently, if I my memory serves me correctly, um there were a couple of different people that were a part of Sealand. Um and they had a disagreement. And so one of them went and hired like some Australian mercenaries and they were going to take over Sealand and they came in on some speedboats. I'm making a lot of this. This isn't really made up. This is just um, a story I read about like five years ago, and it's been filtered through the perversion that is my mind over the course of five years. <laughs> and so um, they, they had these boats and they were going to go to the platform and take over. And then the people on the platform that disagreed with this, these dissidents um, started shooting back. And then it was like a one day, I want to say it was like a 10 minute civil war. Um, and they, the other people got pushed back and then they, that was that. And then, uh, the, the war was over, and there was a a clear leadership of Sealand, the Principality of Sealand. What did they make them do? Walk the plank? <laughs> I, I don't even think there was ever any injuries or actual fighting that occurred. There, there is a Sealand constitution if you need to get one for $10. I'm surprised at how much it costs to become a Duke or Duchess of Sealand. Do you see the price tag on that? Yeah, they account... Countess is two ninety one, and a Duchess is six fifty six. It's a lot of money for some bullshit, That's like some a piece scratch. of paper in a frame. Hire thirty bucks to be a knight, though. And that one I'm tempted by. I, I can that, put that I, up behind my desk and tell people you have to call me sir from now. Yes, <laughs> sir. Oh man, <laughs> I'm really tempted by that. I think I would be surprised if this year goes by without me being knighted by Sealand. Also, <laughs> I'd make you motherhuckers call me sir because I'm a knight. Oh, oh you sir bitch tits. How's that? <laughs> sir bitch tits. <laughs> and I am not. Whatever, sir bitch tits. God, you're a terrible person. Yeah, you get you an ID too. Get you a passport and go travel on your Sealand passport. We just need to start finding an oil rig off the co- coast of like the US or something like that. It's got to be so far. I think it's it's either, I can't, is it seven miles? Is that the real number? I think it's seven miles. Yeah, seven miles. And it has um, to be like not used anymore as well. Yeah. I don't know that many people are going to be able to to replicate what these amazing people were able to repli- or to get done here. Not at this time. Yeah. And it's, it seems pretty unlikely. I feel like that's a challenge. Are you guys challenging me to try to try to make this happen in the Gulf of Mexico? If you can get if you if you can find the platform, I'll do everything in my I will do anything <laughs> to have my own country. Anything, Susan Boyle. Anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anything anything is that wow i'm surprised you'd go that far to get your own country i guess you'd be free at that point you can make your own rules yeah it's really about the freedom that comes with it yeah yeah you get that satellite then nobody would want to give you internet way out in the middle of the water but who would care and if i have to if i have to leverage this slamming body to to acquire my own country i'm willing to do that i heard you had a good profile 
No, it's the one weak spot. <laughs> it's the chink in my <laughs> it's armor. The, it's the other way. Slash down the profile. <laughs> Right. so here here's a way to get your own country is doing a little bit of time traveling yeah so they are talking about the the i guess possibilities and the unlikelihoods of time travel being uh anytime soon happening i think i think it's probably a long ways away and i i personally feel like time travel shouldn't be done i think that's gonna mess with a lot of things so there's an article that we read on Engadget, where they're saying it's reliable time travel might take a while. I like that they throw the word reliable in there because it's like, you know, that shaky time travel, we got that down. <laughs> but the reliable yeah. shit has been real hard to acquire. <laughs> yeah, they might, they might put your ass back in front of a dinosaur and you just get your head chomped off. <laughs> but this whole article is just about like the argument that goes on between mathematicians and, and um, oh my gosh, what's their physicists? Uh, about the possible, like, even if it's in the realm of possibility to be done, any sort of time travel. And the disappointing part seems to be that in order to, like, you can do this technically if you can move at or near the speed of light. But it's such a technicality that it's not even, that's not the fun time travel, right? That's not what we're talking about. No, that doesn't sound very fun, does it? I just want to be able to plop back to where you want to, but is there anywhere you want to go back to? Ooh, slash. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that to slash because I gotta think for a second. Man, okay, so I mean Yes, I it, it's kind of you know the deal is like I'd like to I'd like to start at high school and, <laughs> and start this whole ride again, right? Just get back in there. But the problem is, you know, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be old man slash, which I'm not gonna be young man slash that I was going into high school. So really, you're you're kind of screwed. Um, you know, you you're really not rolling back the hands of time. You're just visiting a destination. So um, not really, not really. I mean, I guess I'd like to have a talk with myself at, when I was going into college, saying drink less and study more. You fucker. <laughs> I think you're like the opposite of me. I'd tell myself to just let loose. You gotta yeah. let it go. Have fun while you can. Yeah, take take your nuts out of the vice grip, bro. Just fucking have at it. Yeah, you got you got to find that fun moment and let it go. I I don't know if I'd go back to my own time life. I think I'd want to go back farther. Ooh, how See far? I don't know. I can I consider medieval times. Ugh, yuck, dude. Just to yeah. see what it's like. Not not to stay. Because uh, this is going to be, I don't know, it depends on how long you're stuck there, right? Does yeah. it take like five hours to recharge your battery on your time machine or something? Okay, so let's say that you're stuck there forever. Oof. Ugh. Yuck. Hey, okay, let me ask you, that. how long is, is, is enough time in what you think the medieval times looks like? Enough time? I'd probably say a few days, max. Like a week trip, one week? Yeah. What if if time travel started to become like vacations? People would fuck (sighs) that all up. Never mind. That's a bad idea. I think that you would get back to the, like this medieval world and you would look around and you'd see all the people with all the, the problems of Mm -hmm. medieval life. You'd see, I mean, just looking patchy hair from, Oh, what's the, what's the, the venereal disease that makes you lose your hair? Um, Shit. I keep wanting to say scabies and that's not it. No. So no. It's not uh 
I don't know. Insert correct <laughs> VD yeah. here. Yeah, it's not shingles, right? Shingles doesn't make mm-hmm. you lose your hair. Yeah, no, shingles isn't a, is is actually stem from the chicken pox. But anyway, whatever. You'd see all these people with with shitty dental. Um, they haven't bathed in a long time. Muffs are going from belly button to ass crack. <laughs> was uh, it syphilis? It was syphilis. Syphilis. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I- thank you, man. Yeah. I'm just curious. I, I would like to see what it was like more or less than anything. Oh, I bet it's what, disgusting. Sy- syphilis? I could help you. Wait, what? <laughs> what? And if you can help me, Slash, I don't ever want to get near you again. We're shutting that tie off now. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I think that there's probably some really disgusting elements of medieval life that people, we've romanticized it because we go to Ren- Renaissance festivals oh, yeah, and sure. medieval times and watch them joust and shit. Um, but and I think I just, it's muddy. I- I just think, yeah, I think mud. I think communal bathrooms that didn't have plumbing. Mm-hmm. I think of, uh, man, I, ugh, I just think of all the terrible parts of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it's just... White walkers. White walkers yeah. coming The white walkers out. that used to roam our, uh, our lands. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, that was, Game of Thrones is true life and the dragons that were there. Yep. Dragons were the worst part, man. They just snack on you just for funsies. Maybe sixties, you know. Uh, I, I'd go back to the nineteen eighties. Um, I know I remember the nineteen eighties, uh, not not vividly, but uh, like enough of it to feel comfortable with that. It's pre-computer. Um, people, depending on where you are, right? Like this, I wouldn't want to be in New York City in the nineteen eighties. Um, but I'm pre-readily available yeah, yeah, computers. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, but just run of the mill 1980s. What I recall of it was pretty chill. Um, and it was relaxing. The you had family ties going on. That was a great show. Yeah. <laughs> you you had enough of the modern comforts to make it work, but you didn't have so many that people were fucking bananas. And you had Ronald Reagan, who say what you want, the man could speak well. Oh, mm. yeah, awesome. My next cycle would be 1940s. Hmm. Pre or post World War Two? Maybe pre. Well, I guess pre would maybe be maybe not forties, twenties, twenties. Okay, okay. Nineteen twenties, nineteen fifties, or something like that. Yeah. Somewhere where war is not really heavy. Slash, what were you gonna say? Nothing. I I'm just thinking about the eighties, and I'm like, man, what Stranger Things was on Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the 80s would be definitely interesting. I, I would want to go to a city, a large city that was probably southern. And yep. uh, yeah. And um, as far as the, the 20s, you know, that, that whole, I would say the 20s through the 50s, man, was a rough spot for the world, you know? Yeah. So there was just so much going on. I mean, th- you had the freedom in, in the USA to to do what you want and to, um, you know, experience what you want. But, but I'm just thinking of Europe was under, was under stress the whole time. And, you know, I would think for me, because whenever I think about this question, I always think about the medicine. What was the technology like in the world of medicine at the time? So I, you know, me personally, I think like maybe the late 1900s, like, or, Actually, 1800s. So like 1860 through 1890. You know, there was a lot of there was a lot of development with firearms coming through. Um, I'm a big uh, 
I'm a big uh, lever gun nut, nut, and that's when the uh, repeating arms started started to come forth. So I don't know, man. I just think of like that Wild West kind of vibe, and I don't know. I think I would have thrived in that, but it would have been it would have been shitty. <laughs> yeah, I think that there were too many shitty elements for me to look wistfully back beyond like 1970. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I like plumbing. I like plumbing, yeah. and I like the ability to use soap like that's readily <laughs> available. <laughs> I don't care about soap. Soap doesn't bother me. I believe you. No. They call you. <laughs> that's why they call you old smelly taint, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it, that it actually morphed into smelly taint. It started off as oily taint. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> smelly to oily taint. Yeah, just staining chairs when you sat in them. Once he got soap, he got rid of the smelly. Yeah, and just went to oily. Yeah, it went to oily uh, taint. Yeah. I, I'm not. Would you go into the future? What about the future? Where are you? At, where are you guys at on future travel? Man, it scares me. Yeah, yeah. I think you're gonna end up into like an explosion. <laughs> a mushroom cloud of fuckery. Oh yeah, I don't think it's gonna be mushroom cloud. I think it's just gonna be a meteor on the earth. Just poof. Oh, really? I'd like to send one guy forward just so that if he comes back and he says it's all good, we could chill out. Okay, maybe. <laughs> How about I could, I would like to send it forward like 100 years, maybe a little bit more, like 150, so that I know my life is good and my kid's life is going to be good. Do you ever think about kids like that? Like, let, do, you, do you give a flying fuck about your great-grandparents? Like my like my specific great grandparents. Yeah, like your great grandparents. Do you give a shit one way or the other about them? I think I, mean, I don't because I never met them. Yeah. yeah, isn't that weird? Like your great grandparents had your grandparents, and you like them. You love your grandparents, mm-hmm. and then your grandparents had your parents, and you love them. Beyond your grandparents, though, you're just like ah, that's not even real. Isn't it weird that in just a couple generations, nobody gives a shit about you anymore? Yeah, you don't have that personal touch. Yeah, it's weird. This is why I think podcast is great. I think that at some point, our 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 offspring needs to listen back and go, you know what? Those people, they had some potty mouths. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're all right in my book, you know? When I, when our great-great-grandchildren come up and they go, well, I don't know what my great-great-grandfather was like. Well, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> this is that son of a bitch right here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he sucks at Sea of Thieves, but man. Hey, I'm a pirate legend, bitch. I'm a legend. pirate fucking legend, too. Uh, me legend. Three. Me three. <laughs> so, but if it, it's really kind of neat, because whenever, whenever I do think about old people like that, they're always old in my mind. They were never young. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is kind of capturing, we're not young. It's called old man focus for a reason. That's OMF, by the way, y'all. Um, I mean, we're getting older, but we're not, we're not, you know, middle-aged or, or later by any stretch of the imagination. No. And so uh, it's kind of cool to be able to capture this this sort of situation, like the, our ideas where we are. You can look back and look at the date that these are released and, and say, what was going on in the world? Well, I wonder, I wonder what my great, great, great grandfather thought about mm-hmm. it. And then you can see my dumbass talking and you can. Exp- I hope that one day right now, I hope that somebody's listening to this part of this podcast that's wanting to know their their lineage and they're experiencing the disappointment that's appropriate based on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Just go back to the the nineteen. No, the one thing I liked about the nineteen forties was people dress better. Yeah, yeah, right. Everybody I, had a suit. The thing I can't yeah. stand about is like everybody just sometimes looks like a bum on public. Yeah, everybody back then used to wear suits and ties, dresses. It's it, it was just a, it drives me insane about this kind of day and age. Though I think I should dress myself better, but I am trying to do that. 
Okay, so real quick, I want to get on back on the topic of lineage and knowing kind of where your family, you know, knowing the line. So I, I don't know anybody out of all my friends, out of my family. I don't really know anybody that that actually knows this information or reflects back on, um, you know, actual people except for one person. And this one person is one of my Facebook friends, and uh, I really like the guy. I think he's great. Um, he uh, he's actually giving me some advice with duck hunting and whatnot. So, uh, so I, I keep up with him. And anyways, he always posts pictures of people from <laughs> from his family uh, that served in the, in uh, the Civil War <laughs> for <laughs> for the Confederacy. <laughs> and uh, dude it drives people absolutely crazy but he gets he gets all worked up because he talks about you know people ripping down the monuments and he's like you know you're destroying people's history and these were good people and whatnot and and uh, but he knows like he has you know from his grandparents all the way down to like the 1800s and he posts pictures of these people and no. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> um just the fact that how how butthurt people get about it because it's like dude it's his family like it, you know okay you think everybody in the confederacy was a, a racist piece of shit okay i see your point um but it's still his family and and you still want to know where where you know or he wants to know where he comes from <laughs> so you know uh props to him for for knowing that information you know but uh Oh, that's awesome, man. What an offensive, like this is, I thought about this earlier today, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I thought about like when, when, when does being, so if, if for, let's take this guy as an example. So it's offensive to tell someone they shouldn't care about their lineage, right? Like we don't care about your family, your past, your whatever, but it's also offensive today and it shouldn't be, but offensive to, to show pictures of people that fought for the South and world or in the civil war. Right. Yeah. It's funny. It's so whose offense trumps whose offense is the problem. And my, my point is like, how about none of us get offended and we all just say, okay, that's cool. And move on with our lives. Yeah. Right. We, we all know that's not going to happen. It should. No, it affects no one. It my, literally affects no one. My being affects somebody's personality. I'm sure. You think so? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, me being white, I'm sure Steve. it affects somebody. I'm going to go white, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being, I guess, I, I think that's bullshit though. I think, I think they would tell you that it does. Oh, and I think yeah. that, that there are people out there that would say that the, the, you know, people that fought for the South somehow uh, over the course of, you know, several generations still affect somebody else in a negative way. But the truth is like, you're in control of your own situation today, right? Like there's nobody that's doing the right thing, working hard, and applying their talents in any way that they can, that's a failure and can't live in the United States right now. That If you say that, you're full of shit. I mean, it's yeah. like we always said, there's nothing that we do that's going to harm you. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. There's, there's, our words aren't going to hurt you. Our words aren't going to hurt. Our beings won't hurt you. There's nothing about that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's what seems to be sprouting in the world right now. It's almost like they choose to be hurt, isn't it? I wish yeah. I could choose to be hurt. I think yeah, they do. I've, I think choosing to be the victim is kind of like, um, you know, that's the in thing, man. It, uh, you know, and don't get me wrong. Some people have been dealt dealt bad hands mm -hmm. like that. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about people down on their luck or, or whatever. We're talking about people choosing 
to be offended and choosing to to play you know the victim the victim card for some sort of uh public sympathy i can't i can't handle that it's like pick up you know hike up your pants you know and freaking get get the tough stuff done and and you'll be just fine you know uh, yeah, I mean, if somebody's down on their luck, that's that's totally understandable. We we mm-hmm. not we all. I must say, we've all been on, down on our luck. I don't think we have. I have. I've been down on my luck before. But what I didn't do was blame ten thousand other people for my situation. Um, there there might be some specific people who are to, who have a hand in a, a bad situation. Mm-hmm. But you can't say all of this group or that group's responsible for the woes I experience. It's just the way the world works. We're not all guaranteed a bubble wrapped existence. I, I think actually people are actually more in tune to their ancestry. Maybe not currently, but I think the last two you saw all the uh, my ancestry stuff and tw- my twenty three years. Is that what it's called? Twenty three and me. Twenty three and me. Twenty three and me. Yeah. I think people are way more obsessed. I mean, of course, that's not about the person that was your ancestor. It's more or less about what your actual nationality is. Yeah. I think it's more that that came out, but I think people are more obsessed with that than ever. Man, I know somebody in my family that did that, and it, they they have a direct tie to my genetics. And let me tell you something, man. I've never been so upset. Um, <laughs> those results came back, and I was expecting something neat. And when I say neat, I mean novel. Uh, not that what came back is a problem at all, but it came back, and I might be the whitest person who you've ever heard speak. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I am lily white. My I I used to believe that my people were indiscriminate in who they would put it in, and I was wrong. They were very <laughs> discriminate about where they would put it. Oh boy, man! So I, I have I have two two points. First one is going to be a small point that I, maybe we rabbit trail on another time. But you you can't do those because now the government has your your genetic profile, and you you just voluntarily gave your information to the government. So, but but I didn't. The problem is they have it anyways because other people voluntarily gave my genetic information. Bunch of assholes. You right? see what? Yeah, you yep. see what I'm saying? Yep. I'm I'm yep. not in control of that. Yep, it's it's some BS. But you better uh, make a pact with your family now, bud. Right? Oh, shit, yes. that ship sailed for me. Second, uh, second point I would like to uh, mention is uh, so my wife did that, and she um, when she got the results back, it was funny. So they give it back in two or three parts, I believe. And the first part is like, so here's your profile, and uh, they tell you if you're gonna have uh, medical complications or like if you're prone to you know cancers and stuff like this. And I'm like. What the? Did they consult their their crystal ball on this? Did she call in a line and they put the phone under her butt? Anyways, um, <laughs> but, but she had she had she had several of these profiles made up and and it talked about her medical and then it talked about people and it was it's pretty wild though because like you were saying they tie you to other to other people and like oh this person has you know 10% of the similar genetic makeup and you, you could possibly related hmm. be related to this person you know three cousins apart or something you know yeah so i mean if ancestry didn't matter we wouldn't be talking about reparations right yeah yeah well at some point i i, I we don't look at our daily actions as how they're going to impact you know 10 generations down because it's ridiculous yeah. um if you what you do today shouldn't impact any other people except for yourself um and i I think it's odd that but somehow magically we're all held to account for shit that happened before i was even thought of and about and to people or about people that i don't really give a shit about 
I'm sorry, did my great 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 grandfather do something to your great 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 grandmother? I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think little things that you do today could affect the future of like way down the road. But usually it's like a bigger event in your life. What do you mean by that? I feel like say like some kind of crime happened all of a sudden that could like revert what your history would be, you know what I mean? Like say you died early. Yeah. From something that changes everything. Say say there's two paths. One you die when you're 40 and one you live until you're 100. Yeah. That's two very different situations. Yeah. That can affect your life and that could be one day's instance. That day when you were 40 you got hit by a car and got killed. See, this is where we differ because you're 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 not you don't have any religious leanings, right? No. Yeah, see, I would say that that's all meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I'm not saying it's not meant to be. I'm just saying that you know what I mean? It's like there could be two different one little thing can affect things way down the road. Like an alternate reality kind of alter alternate. Yeah. But what you're saying is that the future is the future already. You yeah, can't change it. Nothing's going to affect it. Yeah, it just is what it is. But if we start going back and start messing with things, it's going to change it. Yeah, that would be interesting, right? Like, I always, I always think about, you know, people are like, man, if we could go back and kill Hitler. If only we could go back and kill Hitler. I yeah. don't think any of that would matter. And I don't think it would matter because I don't think that I don't think that you can appreciate the absence of something really bad. Um, so if you right now slash, do you feel very appreciative that you weren't molested when you were five? True. Yeah. No, you know, that's my point, right? It's like, there's no way to appreciate something that didn't happen. Yeah. Mm. Um, not no way, but it's very few people would exercise that yeah, sort of thought. Um, am I appreciative that, you know, an airplane didn't land on me yesterday? I mean, not really. But it's true. I'll bet if it would have, then I would be like, man, if only. (laughs) Yep. But I I think the fact of if if we went back and killed Hitler, I think somebody else would take his place. It's a real possibility. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely could have been something else going on. And it may not be Germany that does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It may be like maybe it would have happened in England then. Yeah. um, I don't think England, but. Maybe more like Mussolini or something. Maybe a Russian dictator of some kind started doing it you know i think yeah. i think that's what they're also saying in the the article is that even if you're if you change things it's not going to veer off history all that much yeah i mean when you think about that specifically with with hitler i mean where germany was at that moment in time their economy was tanking people were taking freaking boatloads of cash to the store and couldn't buy a loaf of bread so so what Hitler had done was he created a narrative to to pin it on the Jews. And mm-hmm. so so there still had there was still a whole lot of problems that needed to be solved. You know, what Hitler did was he he kind of um militarized the country and and then took what, you know, took what he needed for the country, right? So um uh, unfortunately, the uh you know, the ends didn't really justify the means for, for in his case, but uh um but yeah, they they would have had to solve those same economic problems and the and the same sort of resentment that was building up between wealthy Jew, uh, Jews and and you know hungry uh, Germans. So I mean, it was is a rough time and and uh, yeah, you, uh, imagine what could have happened. It probably would have ended violent regardless. You know, it, it, this is going to be real offensive to people. So please refer to the beginning when we explain that words don't hurt. Um, this is a thought and it's not one that I necessarily even agree with. It just is a thought. Um, imagine, do you you ever think about the slight difference 
in long-term perception that's rooted in outcomes. And what I, what I'm talking about is really, so Hitler's the devil, right? Like you say yep. Hitler, you're Hitler. That's the worst thing. Like that, that just means you're the scum of the earth, subhuman, terrible piece of crap, right? Yep, yep, yep. What if Germany won? Then Hitler would be the most, the exact opposite in the world. Like they would have had hegemony across the entire globe probably. And Hitler would have been the most deified, amazing leader there ever was, right? Do you think he would have ever made it to the United States, though? Um, yeah, I think that I think that had they acquired the nuclear bomb before we did, that could have been yeah. a real problem. They probably would have because we took a lot of the German scientists. Yeah, I mean they were they were on track. They they had put a lot of effort into um, trying to make sure they had the latest and greatest weapons. If if they could have developed that that bomb first, I really think it could have been a problem. I don't know if long term they could have held any of that land. That's a tall task. Yeah, but sure. I, I I do think that the world would see things differently had World War II gone differently, um, and it almost did. And and that's the part yeah. where I think I think when I look back at history, whatever the the historical event is, you should probably do that with less hubris than what we tend to do. Um, when we look back at the civil rights movement, and we take for granted. That, that that there was a Civil Rights Act in 1964. It didn't necessarily have to go that way. Um, there didn't necessarily have to be, you know, in the 1940s, we didn't, or 1930s, we didn't have to start to move towards the, the social safety net that we did. Um, and I think my, my point in saying that is maybe we would all be better served if we would just back off some of the baseline assumptions, the, the holier than thou, like by today, you know, I can see exactly how it should be or what should be in existence. Um, and I think we'd all be better served by it. Well, yeah. I, here's my thought about it. So you go with killing Hitler. What if we just did something more simple of telling the United States president of them attacking Pearl Harbor? Uh, the Japanese? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of argument. And Slash, you might be able to speak to this because you like those conspiracies so much. I'm not <laughs> sure. But there's, a, there's a big argument where people believe that we knew that Pearl Harbor was going down and we let it happen. Yeah, I can't imagine that we wouldn't have noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that was a um, yeah. There's there's a lot of speculation in there, and, and there's um, I I haven't gone through the evidence on it. Um, it's just something that I've kind of just heard. But um, supposedly there's there's a few pieces of evidence out there that um, that let it let it go down, so that way we can um, kind of rally behind that, you know, and and you know tap into that nationalism that, that we love to do so well another thing it was an easy way to attack uh to let loose on japan yeah you let them attack then they go well it's it's go time now the japanese are the strangest people on earth right they're can we all agree that the japanese culture is real weird yeah yeah i don't know about strangest but yeah it's weird so, i don't think it's as strange you think it is really yeah and they their game shows are fucking wacky i love yeah. them they're wacky and they take breaks in the middle of the day to do like yoga and stuff. Like, are you kidding me? Who I mean, that's what that? you need to be doing, bro. And I know. they were wholeheartedly bought into like, let's die for this cause in World War II. Yeah, they're yeah. kamikazes, yeah. The, yeah. The, the contrast between World War II Japan and today Japan is shocking to me because it's mm-hmm. it's the culture hasn't, I'm sure it's shifted dramatically, but it still looks like it's identifiable from my point of view as the same culture. Yeah. I'll tell you what, they sure don't like Americans. Yeah, they should. Uh, they don't. No, they hate Americans. The Japanese. Yes. No, I don't buy that. So there's plenty of like bars and like stores that will not let a white like 
military person in. Really? Huh. Oh, I don't know. I'm probably true. I'm sure you, I know that you know somebody that spent yeah. some time there. Um, <laughs> but I, man, I have a hard time believing that Japan, if, if you're Japanese right now and you don't like us, you can go fuck yourself. Cause we let you live. We could build a couple more of those bombs and finish the job. Yeah. So you be, you count your blessings, bitch. I think they would like to push us off the Island as well. What? They'd like to push us off the, get military bases off the Island. Yeah. But they can't. They'd be demilitarized next to China. They'd be they'd be fucked. Yeah, Japan's real pissed at America until they need us. Fuck that, dude. That's the whole. That's the whole world. Oh, that's every yeah. country. I'm just saying, how many freaking Nintendo systems have has Japan sold to the United States? Like, come on, get off it. <laughs> and, and fucking Hondas and Toyota. Fuck that. They can eat a dick. If you're Japanese and you don't like us, eat a dick. I bet <laughs> it's just like anything else. There's probably split, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, won't, I don't think it's like that. It's, I'm just saying that there is still like that that hate for America. This yeah, is the thing country. that eats me alive is America is a loving place. Everybody says America's racist and America, you know, we're Islamophobic and all this. There is not another country nearly even remotely close as, as we are to being as or as welcoming as we are. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think was, go, ahead, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go ahead because I'm about to kind of take a left turn. <laughs> The thing, the thing with just real quick with Japan, I think it is, it's probably way smaller than what it actually think it is. It's probably like more like a 70, 30, 70 split. Yeah. It's probably pretty rare. And I think that there's a very interesting thing about Japan is that they're very much of uh they don't care what the other person does in their country. They care about themselves a lot more rather than everybody else around them. Well, really? Oh my, that, yeah. that right. Okay. Pocket. Did you just hear the, the tone of his voice? Because he will die he will sit there till his death and tell you if everybody just takes care of their own shit the world will be better <laughs> no worry about what other people are doing just do you and do you better <laughs> i think that's a true statement <laughs> i know it sounds statement. real conservative oh go right? fuck yourselves <laughs> yeah you know I, I so there's a couple things that really kind of um you know really i, I shouldn't you know, you, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, right? But but there's a couple things in Japan that really creep me out. One of the things is, um, you know, you can go to some of these uh, real expensive sushi bars and they will cut a frog open and they'll rip its heart out and they kind of like kind of <laughs> cut it up. And so the heart is sticking out of this frog. It's bent over, like contorted because it's been cut up. And the head, and it's still breathing, and the heart is still beating on the plate, and you're supposed to eat it. That's that's heartless, man. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want to pin that on the whole culture, but man, that's whew, That's yeah. brutal. So you eat it while it's alive. Yeah, yeah. you. The heart yep. still beats. Yep. You've heard of this too, LB? Oh yeah. Oh, dude. I don't know if that's completely a Japan thing, though. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. But then on the other hand, uh, in Japan, they do have these restaurants that you can go in with a fishing pole and they have these big tanks and you actually catch your fish and then you give them the fish and they cut it up pretty much and, and you eat it like there's no fresher, fresher way to eat a fish. Wouldn't it be awesome if you just couldn't hook one? <laughs> That'd be me. That's about how I fish. <laughs> I think it's probably right? pretty unlikely. Yeah, it seems like odds are slim. Yeah. They're gonna tap you on the shoulder, sir. Stop trying to set the hook. <laughs> what? I have to set the. I have to set the hook. God damn it! Dude, remember that time I yanked 
I yanked my pole back so hard that the hook flew by you. Yes. It, it almost hit me in the head. I needed to drop and, and, and drop on the deck, man. He almost thought he almost caught all three prongs of my treble right in his eyeball. I wasn't even worried about the treble. The freaking sinker was about to knock me, knock me cold. It's a little dangerous around fishing spots. I, I, I try to stay away. I try to keep at least... 12. I, I like to double so, social distance so I don't get hit. <laughs> I don't blame you. The, the, the worst thing that's happened to me on a on a boat is I slipped and I smashed my chest along, along the size of a boat. Oof. Oof. My dad thought for sure I was going back overboard. He went <laughs> jumping out and started diving towards me. I'm like, I'm okay. I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I'm okay. Yeah. I saw a slash get in a kayak once. It was beautiful. Oh my gosh, shut up. Yes. <laughs> yes. What happened to Slash in a kayak once? Slash was trying to get into a kayak. And it was, now, we were on a, a, the bank of this lake, and it, was, it wasn't it was sandy. It was like it's clay. clay. It's clay. Yeah. Yep. And wet clay is slick, dude. <laughs> and uh, Slash, I watched Slash for about five minutes try to get into this kayak. And it was the damn most beautiful thing I ever saw. And finally he gets in, but he's not all the way in and it starts tipping. And uh, like a good friend, I instantly grab my phone so I can record it rather than help him. Um, and he, it was the slowest motion tip over to capsize ever, but he sure did lose. He went just into the water, man. And uh, it was beautiful. Although the sad part was you lost some shit, right? Some, I some did, tackle. I did. Yeah. I lost, uh, I lost some, some, uh, uh, one of my tackle boxes. Cause I had a special rig for the kayak, you yeah. know, for convenience and stuff. Yeah, and it broke, sucks. broke yeah. the handle off my pole. That but, sucked. Uh, yeah, no, but it, it was funny because it was kind of like, you know, when you're at that moment, like, you're like, oh, I got this. I just got to kind of, I just got to jump. Like, I just got to do it. Right. And then I'll, I'll get off. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'll get off the, I'll launch. And so I like kick off and I go to jump in and that's when it, it all went awry. Just, woo. <laughs> <laughs> There was a guy that wasn't there an old like an old redneck on the Oh yeah. He was me and him were laughing at you the whole time. He was in on the joke. <laughs> a bunch of dickheads. You know, because I, I, I was gonna mention something that I felt really bad, but actually after this conversation I feel a whole lot better. Um it, it's almost like the one time where my a, a buddy I was fishing with, he caught a real nice blue cat and uh and so I took it off the hook, and I, I was going to give it to him, and uh, yeah, it, it just kind of slapped me, and uh, I dropped it, and it went back in the lake. First of all, that was a beautiful fish. Second, you need to explain that we were on a relatively small boat, not yes. that you have to take my fish off a hook for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, oh, it was a beautiful fish, and it, he were like, hey, look, it's a pretty big, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I heard he took out an oar and slapped it off your hook. He might as well have. That's about what it felt like. Because he didn't want the biggest fish ever caught on this boat. Problem is that every time I go fish, he's like, I, I, we got a great fishing spot. We got a, I got this spot. And then we'll go out there and I'll crush it and he won't catch a damn thing. Yeah, it's freaking sad. <laughs> you need to go fishing with Slash more often. Yeah, I know, man. It helps. It does yeah. help to have him there. Man, we have uh, we have a, a code word for, for large catfish and it's boat fish. Boat fish? So we, we, we crush those boat fish, man. Yep. I, I do appreciate fishing. I was always afraid of it because uh, we'll get into that some other time. My, my love, my, my found love of fishing as an older, at an older age. 
But I, I like how we went from time traveling to fishing. <laughs> it seems obvious that the path would go that way. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, wait, 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 wait. We didn't go from there to there. We went to lineage, to killing hit, to killing Hitler, to lineage, to, to boatfish. <laughs> time ladder, to lineage, to Hitler, to, to Japanese, Japan, yeah, to the... catching a fish at a restaurant, <laughs> to fishing. <laughs> oh, man. Real quick, let me be honest. One thing that is amazing from Japanese culture is the Japanese steakhouse with the two types of sauce they put in the dish, and then they cook it in front of you. Bro, come on. That's so good. You you mean a hibachi grill? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, hibachi. Yeah, where they cook cook in front of you. Yeah. I do appreciate a good hibachi. I've never been to one. (laughs) What? I heard that about you. (laughs) <laughs> you've never been to one for real no i've never been to one okay. it just it just happened i've never gone okay. to one it's not like we don't have one around man we we should we should all whenever we all meet up this group of of misfits um we should go hit up the hibachi joint i can tell you a great story about okay so real quick there was a time in my life where i was cutting weight and um I was doing a good job, but I was eating like just most, the very little protein. And uh, my dad needed help moving. And so I went down to help him move and and we had loaded the truck up and everything. It took about a day. And uh, that night we were going to leave the next day, but that night before we left, we went to a hibachi grill and uh, I ate steak, so much steak for the first time in maybe 10, 12 months. Oh boy. Dude, I couldn't shit for three days, man. Like, it was always right there. It was like a breech baby. Um, <laughs> you had that was, number one, didn't you? Oh, it was br- It was the most number one. It was like a negative four um, <laughs> on the Bristol scale. Yeah, dude, I, I couldn't shit for days. It was the most painful thing I'd ever... I would get contractions, you know? And you'd think it was going to go. And by the end, my butthole was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Water broke. Birth was on. He was at yeah. the toilet. Yeah, yeah. man. I thought I, 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 I probably have a hemorrhoid now. looks like a turkey timer. Just <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was brutal. So Damn. if you if you don't, if you go to a hibachi grill, make sure you prep your gut before you eat mountains of steak. Did you make man. sure you call your whole family when you're giving birth to yeah, some I child? Just, I like to let everybody know what's going on. I smoked a cigar when it finally came out. <laughs> was it actually a, a triumphant shit, or was it like a little tiny pellet pellets? I don't remember the ac- outcome. I just bad. remember the pain. The intervening pain was so uh, bad, man. So bad. Yeah, man. I, I've had that happen before uh, one time, and, and I was lucky. Dude, dude there was a... I had to kind of do this little penguin waddle because, you know, I was kind of hunched over and in so much pain that I, I, I had to go get a rubber glove out of there that I had used for, like, I think one of my boys had lice or something that we used to give them the shampoo. And I was like, dude, I, I got to see if I can break this up. You fingered your butthole to break up a turd? <laughs> well, I tried to grab it as it was coming out. You sons of bitches. You sorry sacks of shit gave me a problem for taking a dump into a McDonald's bag. This guy's fingering his butthole with a known turd. Because he oh d- he never told us these things, you know? Oh, He keeps this to nasty. himself, and now it's a problem. <laughs> well, You could have gone suppository, like suppository <laughs> laxative, man. I got a convenient switch of this is for my kid. I had to help her take a shit one time when she was a baby. Did you go suppository? I had to finger her butt to get yeah. the shit out because it was so jammed up. 
Oh, oh my dude. gosh, dude. That's... But she was in so much pain, it didn't matter. She was an infant. We're talking I, about a grown man over here. Uh, this man, grown man's finger in his own butthole. <laughs> Dude, I'm just. I'm, I was in. I was in so much pain that Poor I, girl. at that point, it could have been anything. I, you could have made me look like the biggest asshole or, or idiot ever. I needed to get out of that pain, bro. It was like you fingered your butthole to break up your shit. Have you, you ever? Uh, have you ever seen? Listen, fuck both of y'all. Have you seen? <laughs> have you have you seen Ace Ventura too? <laughs> when, when he's in the rhinoceros, that, that's what I was envisioning. What was trying to claw its way out of my anus? <laughs> Slash. The, oh my gosh, you have girthy fingers. I've seen your hands. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, all know he takes right it off the butt. Yeah. It does oh. not slide in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I can't oh believe gosh. that. Oh, my gosh. That, that might believe. be the best thing I've ever heard right there. The, the worst <laughs> part is I've got a visual image, and it's based on very little real information. I've never seen you without clothes, thankfully. Um, and let's keep it that way, Slick. Um, <laughs> but in my head, man, you're, you're, you're really getting after it, dude. <laughs> And it's not, you're not poking it and digging around. You're like actually going back and forth because I think you enjoy it. Dude, like you stick the finger in there and like you're, you're like going around the whole thing, like clockwise (laughs) trying to create, create a little room for it to come out. (laughs) But listen, let's be honest. If, if I was taking, if I was taking care of myself with, with my own finger, I don't think I would have had near enough trouble pushing that thing out <laughs> you should have put a straw up in there to create some reverse airflow oh there you go Ooh, that, that's a great idea you just <laughs> got a plan for next time yeah yeah no i i so i since i've been on my diet man and meal prepping dude i eat a ton of roughage oh it just shoots uh, right out doesn't it dude it's it's like a perfect four every time yeah, yeah. i've never had a problem shitting i really haven't man me neither until like i i turned like 32 and and then I was like, "Whoa! I actually have to like, I actually have to like take care of this now. Like, I have to watch what I eat." Okay. While we're on the <laughs> <drink> topic, water. <laughs> this probably won't come up again. One time, me and Slash went fishing, and we were gonna go camping. We were at this campsite. We were gonna camp out and fish all weekend, and um, it was hot as balls outside. And I thought Slash <laughs> was gonna die. You remember this? Oh, I, hell! I can't forget it. <laughs> I thought he was gonna die, and so we didn't. We weren't. It was. We were tapped out. We weren't gonna stay the night there. We just called it a day, and uh, but I had to drop a deuce pretty bad, and we were leaving, and I pulled over at the little uh, restroom shitting area, and uh, I go, I sit down in a stall, and about two minutes later, Slash comes trotting in, and I he sat in the stall next to me, and it wasn't even necessary. There was there there was room there were other stalls available, but thankfully I uh, I'm a quick shitter, normally and uh, so I, for a while for a few days after that he's like bro you really shit like you mean it like you were getting after it the time was you were like you were on a clock or something. It's an yeah, odd that, compliment to receive. <laughs> there was definitely some force. There was there was some there was some leverage and uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get the problem with the quick shit. There's nothing wrong with it. I get in there and do my business. That's what I do. It's the way God intended, man. You don't have to sit there and read a magazine for 12 fucking hours. Sometimes I'll get lost on my phone. If I admit, if I'm being really honest, I, it's not, I, I don't need to be on that toilet for as long as I am. No, I mean, sometimes you get, yeah, watching something or whatever. Yeah. 
man. You know, so this this reminds me. This definitely reminds me of uh, something that I think pockets. You actually, you actually shot me a text with this link a while back. But uh, there's something called a squatty potty. Oh yeah, and uh, you know. Because I always thought, I, I, after that situation, I, I had several thoughts like, okay, so how do you increase, I mean, because you have to increase leverage, which, you know, and kind of torque, you know, you got to get that, <laughs> that torque on it, right? So, uh, you know, after seeing the Squatty Potty, that was genius. And uh, I, I highly recommend y'all YouTube Squatty Potty. It, it'll it'll enhance your, your morning. It's a fun commercial too. It is. Yeah. So uh, have you tried, have you tried getting some elevation on your, on your knees? The goal is to get them up towards your chest. Like you're actually squatting. Yeah. So I, I've never had the opportunity to do that. Okay. I highly recommend it. It will help. Oh do you gosh. keep like a stool in your toilet? It's, yeah. That's what the squatty potty is. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. It's a, it's a hell of an invention. You guys try a bidet? I haven't, but I want to. No, I, I haven't. Yeah. We, uh, when I was in high school, I um, I went on an orchestra trip and we stayed in. Um, so we each had our own quarters at this. Uh, we were staying at a school and uh, there was like there was like four or five beds. It was almost like a dorm, but they were at a school. But we were traveling the country in, in orchestra. And so um, me and three or four of my friends were in this room and then our <laughs> chaperone and our chaperone was the the director's son or uh, the conductor's son. And he, so none of us had ever seen a bidet or like there was something else in there too. And so we go in there and he was like, dude, did you, did you pee in there? And my buddy was like, uh, yeah, I thought it was a toilet. And he was like, dude, why'd you pee in that? <laughs> and, and then he was, he was saying like people drink out of that dude. He had us going. We had no idea what that was. And, <laughs> and so he was like, dude, since you did that, it contaminated the water who just took a shower. Cause you had piss water all over you. <laughs> dude. He had us, he had us going for a good hour <laughs> and this, we didn't even have cell phones, so we couldn't Google it. God. Yeah, talk those about, are times are hard, man. Talk about rolling technology back 10 years. Fuck. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm all about it, though. I think that I heard somebody say at one time, like, if you had shit on your face, would you would you just wipe it with a paper towel or would you use some water to get it off? That, that's a hard one. Is it is it dry or is it? Uh, are, we, <laughs> are we talking a two or are we talking a six? Oh, no, man. Who knows? <laughs> I'm I, I'm just searching squatty potty pictures to show share with Lantern right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's shown me at this point. I like the lady that's on her own, where it just looks like she's just like in the middle of the field, <laughs> just taking a shit. What is wrong with her? I don't know. It's a beautiful picture, though. <laughs> so so so, can, can I say on the topic of uh, number two for for just a second? Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, we're about thirty minutes minute. in, man. What's the <laughs> difference? Let's keep so, it going. Cool. So I watched a I watched a video, uh, or it might have been a might have been a show on Netflix. I, I don't remember, but anyways, this whoever um, whoever the host was, they went to this house for these two people that um, this husband and it was a family, and uh, they. He, I guess he was the CEO for this company that created these toilet seats that go into masonry buckets, like the five gallon buckets. Oh yeah. And so he huh. created these seats and you, you're, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to shit in the bucket and then it, it uh, seals down. So it doesn't smell bad because there's no water in there. 
or like there's no plumbing. So you shit in the bucket, you seal it, you put the seat down or whatever. Well, anyways, the host goes in there and uh, the whole family uses, they have this little jingle too, like shit in a bucket, something, something, something. And anyways, so they, they shit in this bucket, they save all the, sh- the poop, and then they put it outside into their garden. And then they make it into uh, compost, and then they, they grow all their own vegetables mm-hmm. and stuff in this shit. And I, I just think to myself, I'm like, you're eating shit potatoes. Shit, celery, shit, and like, like their own shit. Isn't and, this isn't this a problem with E. coli, or is it because they're composting it? It's I fine. Think it's good. I mean, because it's uh, they're composting it, right? Because uh, you know the the temperature kind of rises and it, it kind of breaks down, and then you have all mm-hmm. your bugs and worms and and stuff. You know, I got to think about it. manure, man. Yeah, what I've heard E. coli outbreaks linked to is like farm workers taking craps in the field. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I guess that's because the plant's already, I mean, that's the plant, right? Plant's grown and then they're taking a shit on the fucking plant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, Chipotle, we're watching you. Eyes on you, Chipotle, with your E. coli (laughs) problems. Yeah. Didn't uh, Jack in the Box had an E. coli problem too in the 80s linked to what, tomatoes or something? Uh, I don't know, man. Somebody taking yeah. dumps in the field, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we spent a lot of time talking about the old number two. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We got That's a probably going to make it into the title, dude. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you don't think shits, shits is going to be on the title? I don't think shits will be there. It'll probably be something more fun than that. I'll have to think about it a little bit when I'm naming yeah. this one. I'm open to suggestion, though. We've, we've had enough of the shits. <laughs> but we we did it just for shits and giggles so yeah uh, you know. nah. um, but uh yeah man the other day I, I was i got done and i was like man it can't get worse after that number two and then and then i went ahead and had to do a number three and i was like oh just ruined my day number three <laughs> i'm just kidding there's no <laughs> such thing as a number three <laughs> uh yeah i can't I think we're going to save this one for later, but why don't we go to the gorilla mauling a zookeeper? This feeds into my greatest natural fear, which is death by animal. This guy didn't, or this lady didn't die, though. But, um... Yeah, but that's a big old gorilla, bro. Man, why would... I would not ever go toe-to-toe with a gorilla. Zookeeper in Madrid Zoo Aquarium got attacked by a 31-stone gorilla. What's 31 stones and pounds, anybody? Oh, man, I don't know. I got it, you talk. Oh, well, so the gorilla, the, the, the problem is the gorilla is 434 pounds, but, um, this lady had raised the gorilla since birth, not hers, his, and, um, it was like a 28 year old gorilla. This is not a young gorilla. And, uh, and so this lady, could you imagine dedicating like three decades of your life to taking care of an animal? And then it turns around and breaks both your arms and causes significant damage to your chest um, on the one hand, I'm like, what a shitty gorilla for doing this. And on the other hand, I'm like, I don't know, man, this lady kind of kept that gorilla in prison for 31 years and he didn't do any crimes or anything. Yeah, for sure. But she's always going to go with that. It was her fault for sure. Oh, she says it's her fault. Oh, she will. That's what it seems like every zookeeper does is they did something stupid yeah, that made they... the gorilla, that made the animal like go after them. Yeah. yeah it probably was her fault. Uh, Could you imagine not, being attacked by a 434 pound gorilla? 
You know, it it kind of reminds me of the YouTube video where the the kid. I, I don't know how old the kid was. Um, I don't even remember if it was a boy or girl. But they fell into the uh, gorilla Ooh, um, yeah. exhibit, and then the freaking like three of them start charging. Like I'm gonna fuck this little kid up. And then the one mother, like mother instincts, kick in and fucking goes to work and is like shielding them and like fighting them off, trying to. And then they, I think, the mother gorilla winds up like cuddling, like carries it, like it's her own freaking kid, and is kind of like protecting it. Like you remember that? I do. Um, yeah, I don't remember all the details, but yeah, I remember that gorilla doing something like that. I mean, that's a badass. But dude, okay. Um under what circumstances would you fight a gorilla um to save my own goddamn life okay yeah. i mean like what are some handicaps that we could put on the gorilla that would allow like where you would be comfortable fighting it take off both its arms okay <laughs> <laughs> those, those feet would still fuck you up i at least feel like i had a little bit of a chance i know exactly. i will fight i will absolutely fight a toothless quadriplegic gorilla <laughs> toothless too just yeah. that weight though you could just run at you and just blow you over and not the quadriplegic one man yeah that's true <laughs> oh my god that's a scary thing man the gorillas are terrifying dude but yeah any even one limb dude one limb i wouldn't play with it uh, no what about a cat which cat tiger yeah. lion nope. nope nope like what do I, how do i handicap it tranquilizer <laughs> <laughs> if you put it to sleep, I'll punch it. <laughs> I will beat exactly. the shit out of a sleeping tiger. Yeah, I'll bet I could kick its ass. And these people that are like training the tigers, they always they always blame themselves for getting attacked by it. Yeah, I mean, it, and and they're right, probably for different reasons because the essence of their wrongness is that they were fucking with a wild animal the way they are. Mm-hmm. It's not because they looked at it wrong or held the, whatever it is they're saying they did wrong. Oh, That's yeah. not the problem. The problem is they're messing with wild ass animals. Yep, for sure. Yeah, animals that were designed to kill. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your first problem. Yep. I'm not. I'm not messing with big wild animals or small ones. I don't want anything to do with animals. No. Yeah. You don't like animals. Yeah. It's 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 like if you were handling gun loaded guns all day, pointed at your face. Yeah. Like. Oh, it blew my brains out. Oh, I, I, it was my fault. Well, it's a fucking gun designed to kill people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh man, that one, I just bumped the trigger. Yeah, well, or just the fact that you do that all the time is oh, a problem. Yeah. yeah, I don't like animals, man. I like animals. Like, I like dogs. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about, like, if you want to keep a pet, that's fine. I like domesticated animals. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with a wild animal. You can keep them all. I don't care how cute they look. No. Also, so the the ghost of the orca whale thing, of them being orca whales attacking. Was that oh like trainers. a Sea World chick yeah, that got like her sea hair world. grabbed and drugged down? No, I mean that 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 incident is like multiple times over again. That happens all the time. Is that right? Yeah. There's like there's a one whale in particular that attacked like three or four different keepers. Yeah, I wonder if that whale's like you're cool today. I, yeah, I got he, you penciled in for next Thursday. Don't worry about it. Because that's what uh, that, the mm-hmm. documentary Blackfish was about. I never saw it. It's a, on Netflix, is a documentary about mainly SeaWorld itself, but a specific um, killer whale that was basically attacked like three different people. Yeah. Dang. Tilikum is what the whale was called. It killed three different people. It's a serial killing whale. But again... 
I'll bet he would kill no people if he was in, in the wild. Oh, I'd agree. I mean, it, probably less likely, right? Yeah. I don't think killer whales kill people very often. I don't remember the last time I saw a killer whale kills fishermen story. No, yeah. it's pretty, pretty rare. Um, and then like uh, killer whales back fin is that's droopy because of not being in the wild. Yeah. See, that's a problem. I, I'm not an animal rights person. I'm not even an environmentalist. I could, I know that you all would probably disagree with this. I don't give a shit about the environment um, <laughs> because I'm not going to be alive long enough to see it go down. And any, y'all can totally tell me I'm wrong on that, but we'll just agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> but with that said, like, I don't think you should be abusive, like outright. I don't litter, you yeah, know, yeah. just because yeah, I don't either. care. doesn't mean that I, I think we should flaunt it and, and just abuse things. Putting a whale in a, even a big ass swimming pool, it's still putting a whale in a swimming pool. I mean, it's a, it's a gigantic ant creature that's not meant to be in a, a little tiny fish tank. Yeah, that's messed up. I feel that way about all those animals. I don't like zoos. I don't like anything about a zoo. No? No, I don't. I used to think they were cool until I thought about them a little bit. And I was like, man, these animals are used to how much space? And they have what here? That's not okay. I think it's nice for kids to be able to see an, an exotic type creature that they'll never see in their life sometimes. I agree with you. And if we're going to do something like that, then we should do those giant rescue places. Like, I don't know what, yeah. what they're not rescues, I guess, but they're like nature preserves like that yeah. where yeah. you're not guaranteed to see the elephant when you walk mm -hmm. by the elephant enclosure. Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, like, I don't know how Disney does their thing, but there seems they have like gigantic fields that they have all their um, animals in. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah. And they're like a little safari trip thing. That they do, but I, I'm sure there's still it's still not enough room for those animals. Yeah, they have their own set of of problems. Like killer whales, just gigantic fish are just not meant to be kept in in areas like this. Yeah, no, the you know the, it kind of brings up uh, a couple different points. One is so a lot of these animals you're seeing in these displays are actually. They they're actually born in captivity, so they they mm -hmm. they don't they're not wild per se as far as like the mentality of kill or be killed, but at the same time, I mean it's in their it's in their genetics, it's 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 wired in them, you know that that a tiger is going to act like a tiger or, or a killer whale is going to act like a killer whale, um, the um, but I, I agree like you're putting these animals in cages and and and. Having people pay to come see them, I don't know. When I got older, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I just thought there's a, there's an element there where it's like, eh, it's not as, it's not as cool as we think it is. Um, and then the, the other part of it is, so you were talking about uh, Disney World. Um, they, so they have like these big sections of land, and they pretty much put all the animals on the same pieces. So it's, it's almost mm -hmm. like a little ecosystem, except for they are fed and, and whatnot, but. Um, well, I don't you know, think the tigers are around the other animals. Uh, do I don't know if they have. That's probably that's probably a bad decision. I'm just saying that tigers eventually yeah. gonna rip the throats out of those other animals. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm saying like the zebras and the wildebeest yeah, yeah. and stuff like that are, are all together. Yeah, so for sure, it's smart. I mean, they they're probably doing it the right way. That I found this. I quickly was looking, and they have this other panda called Gigi in China that has killed three people <laughs> or attacked three people. Of course, it said serial killer panda, so I'm assuming they, he killed them, possibly. But China's got so many people, does that even count? I mean, China probably doesn't do things the right way, right? 
I gotta assume if it's being done in China, it's being done wrong. Yeah, I, I think if it's done in the U.S., sometimes I think it's being done wrong. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think we're getting better. I, I yeah, I think zoos are getting into too much heat over practices. Yeah, and this is you know this is. I just sit there and I say I don't give a crap about the environment, and and that's that would make people on the left mad. And then I'm like, zoos are doing better, which I think people on the right are a little like. I think they might be like, oh, whatever. They're we we're in control of animals. We do what we want. Um, but all in all, like I think we can all agree that we should probably not treat animals shitty like in a shitty way if just because we can, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the way you treat animals is a direct correlation to to how your your character is, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and for me, I, I like to think that that I have a upstanding character, but 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 as well as you know, when when you make these decisions about about how you're keeping these things in in, in captivity, I mean, there's kind of for me, there's an obligation or moral obligation to just make sure that you're, you know, you're you're helping or you're you know you're making it the best you can. Yeah, I hear you on that. The zookeepers try to make it the best they can, but they only get so much for sure help Resources, behind them. Yeah. You know, resources and things they think is probably supposed to be better. They're just trying to keep the animal as healthy as possible in their eyes. Yeah. And um, but the thing is, or, or what what animals? So you talked about animals born in ca- captivity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where's the original animal come from? Like the back to lineage. The, at some point, they just caught the animal, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And brought it this yeah. way. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe we catch gimpy animals. <laughs> Let's put gimpy animals on display and just save them for a little while. That's more <laughs> humane, right? I think that comes back to like something like the Tiger King of people being obsessed with a tiger when at one point in history, and then they feel obsessed to get it captured and then bring it back to where they live. There's a dominance thing. Man, so th- this might be a little off off topic but in the same vein. So one, one uh, Sunday morning I went to church and uh, something happened. Uh, the... Um, the lady who typically runs the the little kids church had a, had a step out. And so, uh, I stood in there just while she went down the, the, the hallway to go get her drink and her whatever. And it was literally two minutes. Well, when I walked in there, they were, they were reading the, uh, story of, uh, Noah and you know, the animals marched two by two on, on the ark and all that stuff. And whenever in, in church you're, you're reading these books and it always has all these animals that are so cute and cuddly and, you know, oh, two, two tigers, you know, walk up on the, up into the ark and, <laughs> and two giraffes and two hippopotamus. And then I, and then I started to think, I was like, wait. All these animals are real assholes. Yep. <laughs> like, so a hippopotamus can swim up to like twenty miles an hour and attack freaking large boats. It will bite you in half, man. It will exactly. They charge at you in the in the reeds. That they will freaking they will capsize your boat when they if they feel you're in their territory. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same thing with rhinos. All this stuff. And uh, I actually watched a. I watched a video on a giant giraffe. So giraffe are a lot like deer where they they're um where you have the dominant male that like puts his dominance over the herd or or the other giraffes and he you know tries to collect the women to mate with them. Well anyways, there was this dominant old giraffe that was attacking people in this village and he he was uh I guess one of the females had walked through or something and they had to they had to um call out 
I guess there was a game game preserve somewhere around there, and uh, one one of the American guys, but it was hunting. I don't know wildebeest or something. Anyways, they were like, "Hey, you want to come? You want to come shoot this giraffe? Because <laughs> it's running around attacking people." And so, uh, so on the show, they wind up killing this big giraffe. But you you just think of them as these cute little animals, and it's like this giraffe was literally like mortally wounding people. <laughs> and you and but. You buy into the idea that there was, in fact, a boat that had all of two of all the animals. No, nah, I, I don't know. I don't okay. know. That, that, whole, that whole deal, you know, it's kind of, if we're talking spiritually, man, you know, it, it's kind of like, I don't take stands. Like, stuff that I don't, like, I mean, logically, that just doesn't make sense. Some, some alien theorists say that that is true because what they did was they took DNA from both the male and female of every species. Yeah. And you could keep a million species in a relatively small space. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not saying either or, um, you know, that, that to me, the point of, of Christianity or, or my, my own spirit, um, spiritual obligations uh, doesn't linger on on technicalities about a boat. It, it's more about you know, are are you a good person and and you know, do you accept the powers yeah. to be? Okay. So uh, r- rather than going down that hole, then what you're telling me is that you envision like a death match in the boat, though. Oh man, if if you had all these animals paired up and you didn't have proper restraints, <laughs> oh. it would be it would be a massacre. And I'm sure I'm sure like a, a set of hippos or a rhinoceros would be on the top of of everybody. Yeah, that hippo cage is not uh that's not OSHA compliant. No. So we have a problem. Yeah. Man, since we're on the topic of hippos, I lived in Florida and uh up the road from me there was this um there was this zoo or uh, yeah, I guess it was a zoo, but it was kind of out in, out in uh, the forest. So like the manatees actually were in the, like this, the river, but they were kind of oh. caged in. I was right? thinking you were going to tell me manatees were on the fucking land. I was going to be like, you're a dumb son of a bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> the manatees were, they, they were, you could actually view them from a little booth underneath, mm-hmm. but they had a hippo and uh, what the heck was the hippo's name? Uh, I don't remember. But anyways, the funniest thing was you would, uh, I think it was Dominic. It was Dominic the hippo. Anyways, when the tail would start doing this spinning and people, and like (laughs) it happened often that they had to put signs up, but kids would be like, oh, look, mom, the tail's spinning. And that was the cue that it's about to shit. (laughs) It would shit, hit the tail and spread and just splatter everywhere. Straight spray. That's funny. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, just uh, tying tying hippos in with uh, our potty top. Man, you really (laughs) put a bow on it, didn't you? Yeah, you did. All right. Well, fellas, can you believe we just spent an hour talking about taking craps and uh, oh, what was the other topic? Wild animals? Time travel? Time travel? Yeah. Yeah. Old school Hitler there. Um, well, I, is there anything that you guys want to talk about before we get the hell out of this joint? The last fun fact about hippos is they're the second deadliest large animal. What a weird set of qualifiers. So it's not even the first deadliest. And then it's large animal. What what are the other large animals? Uh, the first large animal is crocodiles. Yeah, I figured kills that. kills yeah. a thousand deaths a year. Hippos was five hundred. 
Yeah. So they're saying body counts. They're not talking like most dangerous because you put a hippo and a croc together, the hippo's coming out on top. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not saying most yeah. dangerous. It's deadly to, to humans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, elephant yeah. has five hundred deaths, and then it drops that. off from there. <laughs> I went with a buddy of mine to go watch this concert, and uh, the hotel we were staying in was it was a, it was a mid range hotel. It wasn't a nice hotel, uh, but we went to walk to downtown where this concert was, and. Um, the circus was in town as well. Like back when they had this, they don't do it anymore, right? Didn't they yeah, cancel like the circus? Barnum and Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were walking the animals around the hotel. I guess that's <laughs> where the circus people were staying too. And we went to go cross this crosswalk, but I looked over and I didn't, I didn't know that they were walking them. But then a line of elephants comes down, and I was like, "Well, shit, dude! Rather than cross them and watch these elephants." Man, no less than three of them shit directly in the crosswalk <laughs> that I needed to go across, dude. It was like some kind of special shitting crosswalk. And they all dropped Dukes right there in that cross. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I ever did. And so I was <laughs> dodging elephant pies as I crossed the street that day. Uh, yeah, the thing with elephants is they trample through towns in the middle yeah. of Africa. Yeah, I could see that. And then next one, it drops down severely. 22 deaths from lions. Yeah. Give or take. 10 you don't have to worry wolves. about cats too much, huh? Nope, not from cats. Wolves? Ten- Wolves is 10 years and then six deaths by sharks. Yeah. Oh, so they're counting sharks as a large animal too, huh? Yeah, on this list. I don't know. It's kind of a weird one. Why do sharks always make the news? Is it because we don't have the others here? Because they're terrifying. You don't see them coming. The whole deal with Jaws has petrified a, <laughs> has petrified a whole generation. <laughs> well, bam. <laughs> well, the deadliest animal that they hit on here is mosquitoes. Yeah. Mosquitoes? Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Malaria. Malaria. Then counting humans as number two. You know you know malaria is we don't have to have anybody die from malaria on Earth, right? Y'all know that? Mm-hmm. Like that's an option. Um you know why nobody dies in the United States from malaria? Tell me. The reason Medicine. DDT. Mm. We used DDT to kill all the mosquitoes back in the day, and we were able to kill off large, like most of malaria-carrying mosquitoes. Interesting. Yeah, and but we don't use DDT. They won't let. It's so. You want to talk about some privilege, man? And this goes white, black, Hispanic, Asian, anybody that's got their ass planted in the United States right now. Um, we we use DDT to affect and just massively wiped out these large numbers of mosquitoes that carried malaria. And then we promptly lobbied the rest of the world to put that shit on a do not use list because it thinned the outer shells of bald eagle eggs. And we were worried about bald eagles becoming endangered. So meanwhile, in Africa, shitloads of kids are dying and adults are dying, but kids too, mostly, are dying from malaria. And we're sitting on our safe ass high horse going, no DDT for you. Yeah, over half of the... um malaria cases were in africa yep that that right there if you that's real privilege right there and i think it's bullshit that's the kind of stuff that makes me not care about the environment whenever environmentalists are legitimately putting a small number of of possibly endangered animals well ahead of actual real lives that are dying every year because those are far away or whatever the reason is but there's something you don't have to look at um if you if you really cared about people you'd say let's make ddt legit for use in africa Mm -hmm. The uh, next deadliest animal was snakes with 100,000 deaths. That makes sense. Venomous snakes are all over the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then rabies from dogs, mainly. Yeah, that makes sense. Wild dogs, though, right? Yeah, probably wild dogs. I was in um, 
uh, the the far far western part of Asia one time, and uh, in this place that I was at, they they had dogs everywhere, and nobody owned a dog. There were just dogs everywhere, and the tour guide that I had, he said, "See, in this place." Dogs are emancipated. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of racist, but funny at the same time. Um, but yeah, so they, they just let dogs wander around. They tagged them. They, they all had tags on their ears. But uh, yeah, I think that I think that most of the world just lets dogs kind of do their thing. And that probably leads to a lot of rabies cases. They say rabies is not real fun because you got to get like three sets of shots to fully get rid of it. In your stomach too, right? Yeah, that's what they something say. like that from like some big needle. Oh, it sounds awful. Probably beats the shit out of having rabies. To finish out the rest of the list, it had snails on here because it carries bacteria. Yeah. Bacterial worms. Uh, Titsy flies. Oh, yeah, the Titsy. The Titsy. What a terrible name for a fucking deadly bug. Yeah. And then assassin bugs. I don't know what those are. They uh, carry a certain rain- type of disease. Yeah, they're. I think they're in the rainforest in Brazil. Yeah, they're called the kissing bug. Responsible yeah. for carrying chug. Gagas disease, C H A G A S. I don't know what the heck it is. Then tapeworms was on here and ringworm, but that's about. It. And then you go to the large animals. I said before, ringworm kills people. Uh, it says roundworm. Roundworm. I don't know if that's the same as ring. Could uh, be. Could uh, ringworm's be. a fungus, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, ringworm is a fungus. Roundworms. It says because it gets in your lungs. Y'all ever heard of guinea worms? Guinea no. worms? No. So there's this bacteria. It's a worm. I mean, it's a, a, a parasite, this parasitic worm that lives in water and water sources in Africa. And people will go to those water sources and they'll drink the water and they'll bathe in the water and they do a bunch of different things with the water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and But when they do it, these these tiny little worm larvae get stuck or they, they enter their mm-hmm. body and they cause their legs to massively swell it can be debilitating but the problem is that one of the only ways that people can soothe the pain because there's not a lot of pain medication is they go and they soak their legs in the same water where they got it and so it starts this cycle over again but these worms when they come out are like three feet long and they actually exit the body um i don't know if they can kill people but they cause this immense amount of pain. Um, do you see the the pictures I put in our Discord here? Yeah, it looks lovely. Yeah, um, they but they cause this massive amount of pain, and it causes this. It's like this cycle. So once you get them, it's almost impossible because of this cycle uh, of soaking the legs again to to get rid of them, and you just have them for years and years. People live with this. Do you have to soak your legs to get rid of them? They don't. It, it's not that you. No, you actually. What you don't have to soak your legs. They soak their legs. And it, it's a problem that they do, but that's that's to soothe the pain from the swelling. God, looking up in images of guinea worms is awful. Oh, it's oh not a pretty gosh. search, man. Ugh. Yeah, yeah that whole show, um, Monsters Inside Me. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that ugh. I, I, sh- I have to shut that off anytime it's anywhere near a TV. That just looks awful, bro. Yeah. Africa's got some fucked up shit. Man. <laughs> Isn't Africa God. the least appealing place on earth, man? I'm sorry. And it's all about the animals, man. man. The, the tigers, lions, hyenas, elephants, hippos, crocodiles. Man, it's not just that. It's also diseases. mosquitoes, worms, malaria, oh. HIV, Ebola. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Go HIV stuck in the middle of that one real quick. <laughs> HIV is brutal yeah, over I know. there. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, what a crap hole, man. Man, I watched a video one time of this uh, guy in Africa. He he put on this like stocking over his leg, and he had four guys with him, and he stuck his leg in this hole. And he provoked this gigantic uh, boa constrictor to bite him, and and he was able to rip the the snake out of the hole because it had bit his leg and it was trying to swallow his his leg. So the four guys pulled him out of the hole with the snake attached to him. Man, <laughs> it terrifies me. So when you're doing that, do you think so? There's four other guys and one guy that put his leg in the hole, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you think they're on a rotation? <laughs> oh, for sure. They're like, hey, I, it's your turn. It's like, no, 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 no. I went Tuesday, man. I was I was Tuesday legging whole guy. Today's Friday. There's five of us. That's not even mathematically possible. That's bullshit. I'm yeah. not putting my fucking leg in that hole. Yeah. You can kiss yeah. my black ass because I'm not putting my leg back in yeah. that hole. You put the panty. You put the pantyhose on. Yeah. He's like, but it was no fair. I did it yesterday because what's his name called out sick? What the hell? Bench, you know that's why they call you Passing Paul because you're always trying to pass it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kiss, kiss about noodling. What? Noodling. Yeah. Where you stick your hand in a hole with a big old catfish in there. Oh, yeah. To yeah. pull it out with your hand. I'd do it once. I'd do it once, but <sighs> those are some yeah. big fish. I'll do it yeah. once with a glove on. I won't do it barehanded. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do it barehanded either. That, yeah, that's I, a, I do most things covered up. Like, I won't. You gotta glove it. Slash, you would never, you would never go noodling. You're right, I wouldn't. I'm I'm more scared. I'm scared of getting a finger uh, bitten off by an alligator, uh, by a an alligator uh, snapping turtle. They're gonna, they're gonna give you like a decent glove that the catfish ain't gonna bite it off with. Yeah, I'm not worried about the catfish because I'll be fine with the catfish. Catfish is gonna, it's mostly swallowing fish, right? They don't really chew. Yeah. No. Yeah, they don't. They don't have big enough teeth. They're more like Velcro, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the turtle or the snake that scares me. The Snapper turtle, or turtle or the snake. Turtle. Yeah. I want yeah. a gar. Nah, gar. Yeah. Gar's whatever. Those they are relatively gars. small. They have, their teeth are small. They'll they'll chew you up and shred you for sure. Yeah, but, but they're the not going to cause real damage. Gar are open water fish. So when you're out there, they those gar stay way clear of you because you're 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 bigger than them. But the it, snapping turtle though. Snapping turtle, because what winds up happening is how these alligator snapping turtle, the big ones, oh, they yeah. leave they leave their mouth open and their tongue acts like a worm. Yep. And so when you touch the mouth, it just clamps down. Good it's cow. non-discriminatory. It's just clamping. And so, uh, and then uh, the water moccasins, man. Ugh, I hate water moccasins. The thing about a water, I was really scared of water moccasins since I've started spending more time outside like that. Um, and so I did some research. You know, they, they can kill you, but it takes a long time. Yeah, because you die from the bacteria, not yeah, it's, from the venom. Yeah, it's gangrene. You're yeah. probably not going to die from a water moccasin, dude. Yeah, no. Like, you got to really I, neglect that shit to die. I think most of the venom is snakes in the U.S. You you really have to be pretty far away from a hospital to not to die. Yeah. No. I would not mess with a rattlesnake. Those things are scary, dude. I, I agree that, but like, if you hit one by a major hospital, you're going to be able to get the help you need yeah yeah and live you know i'm not saying it but it's still not like i'm not going touching rattlesnakes i ain't stupid did you know a lot of times you get bit um like there's a lot of times people get bit by rat a a mature rattlesnakes and they do a dry a dry bite 
Hmm. Is so that real? Actually, I feel like that's not true. I don't think they could possibly be real. Yeah, so so the deal is this is you don't want to get bit by juvenile snakes because they can't control the venom and they and they um they pretty much unload the whole gland into you as a safety for a for a juvenile. But the the bigger ones, they can pick and choose how they want to spend that. I think you're wrong. I, 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 slash, I'm not trying to be difficult. I've heard this before, but I'm pretty sure it's a myth. Let's. Uh, there's one way to one way to. Find there's out. really no way to know. There's no way on earth we could ever get to but the bottom of this. For uh, for a fun thing about with the uh, snakes is that they regrow all their venom sacs. <laughs> the, the venom sacs? Yeah, there's their venom sacs inside their necks. Where do they can, go? Like they have to regrow. You Where can. Do, you can well, what they what they used to do is they cut open them and then take them out to see. But then a snake will regrow them. Oh, so you just take the whole thing off, huh? No, you have to fill them with uh, like uh, implant stuff. What's the the goal is to devenomize a snake? That's how you devenomize a snake. So so okay. when uh, Jake the snake was on Rogan, he used to carry around a a cobra with him. Yeah, and they had to. to to de-venomize them, they had to fill his venom sacs with uh, silicone so that he wouldn't regrow them. I didn't know that. Isn't that terrifying? Ah. So my boss at work says, you should always be a terrifying... You shouldn't... There shouldn't be anything that moves that fast with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that, says. man. I hate snakes. I, I'm telling there's something about snakes in particular that really scares me. And it's probably because you're more likely to see a snake than any of these other animals we're talking about. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man. Okay. So in our he, country. He, here's, here's the truth right here. Dry snake bites are called, are called uh, venomous snake bites without envenoming dry bites can occur from all snakes, but their frequency varies from species to species. So no guarantees. Basically. So no guarantees. Don't test your life on this, y'all. But the young, it's not, I was mostly the young is the problem, though. The the young ones is the one that they have no control and they, it's just released regardless. That's, but that's the part I think isn't real. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds like a human being, yeah. man. No well, control, just going to release it. And quickly, too, right? Like, all at once. <laughs> oh, and yeah. It's like, oh, in, out. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I just Whoopsies. have one. I have one very pertinent question for Pockets. If I was bit nope. in the in the ass, mm-hmm. would you suck the venom out? No, man, you're dead, dude. <laughs> you're dead. Well, here's the thing: is that if we're ever anywhere that far away from medical treatment, then um, I, I wouldn't. It would never happen. I would never do that for this purpose. Like you'll never be able. We will never go camping somewhere in the backwoods. Where there's no access to medical treatment in the event that you get your ass bitten by a snake. What, what you think I'm going to actually take a snake and, and try to venom my ass with it? I think and I've all. seen you around snakes. You go ass first into them. <laughs> you go ass first into the You say, ooh, snake. You turn around, bend a little bit, and then run backwards. Yeah, it's a weird thing to, get, to see. I need to get pocket to suck this it, venom on my it's ass. Just, it's you better come not, here, snake. It's not necessarily a run. It's more like a penguin backwards waddle. It is. It's similar to that. It's yeah, you're right. It's not athletic in any way, um, but it is impressive to see. Nonetheless, it's a backwards gallop. Is this this yeah. is a true story. No, too bad. I don't know yet. We'll see. I imagine that it is. Yeah, <laughs> in my head, keep it's it true. I'm just saying, you know, city slickers brings up a good point, man. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't think that you can do that. I think that we need to do some snake research because I'm fairly confident that the juvenile snake thing is not real. And I'm also confident that you can't suck venom out of a snake bite. 
I don't think that that's a real thing that needs to be done either. Yeah, I think you're just making excuses. That way, you would never have to feel bad about me dying your on, on your watch because you didn't suck my butt cheek. <laughs> I wouldn't feel bad. There's no circumstance where I would feel bad for anything because anything happened that was directly resulted from me not sucking your butt cheek. <laughs> like if it if 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 the if the cause is I didn't suck your butt cheek, the effect is always going to be acceptable. <laughs> so, I don't know, guys. Um, <laughs> let's get out of this thing, man. Yeah, I think that's enough for one day. I think it yeah. might be. All right. Um, we, I, I wouldn't mind looking into a different way of getting out. You know, the 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 rectum barely newer thing was uh, it, it was Geech. We we used to say rectum, and I've always heard uh, rectum uh, damn near killed them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But out of nowhere, Geech said barely knew her, which is hilarious. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, do we stick with that? Is that our thing? Uh-uh. We'll, no? we'll have to work on it. All right. Yeah. So, uh, other than Slash, I'm going to give you the out. What's, what's our out? Go for it. Until next time, try not to stay offended. Oh, are we doing the same? Are we doing the same thing we did last week? Yeah. Oh, let me pull that up. Sorry. Damn it. There we go. <laughs> okay, just because people like you doesn't mean you get to start being a fucking diva. You still got to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I can't find. Hold on, dude. You know, I go. I'm hey, I'm sorry. I run through this real quick. He's just so focused on CBD. Motherfucker yep. can't understand what we're doing. This is whack. Bro. We're putting this. This needs to be in the podcast somewhere. Jesus. <laughs> I put it after the the last bit rolls. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we're all set. Hey, all those people that think Slash is amazing, you see the shit we're having to carry this motherfucker. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> carry, ca- carry me. All right. Roll it. All right. <laughs>